Day Bible Podcast, Tyramel Edition. I'm Natalie. And I'm Kathleen. And we are doing a Tyramel special because we've, <gasps> we've just been a little off. It's, it's okay. <laughs> Allergy season. We've just been a little off due to sickness. Good. That was on cue. And sickness, work schedules or- and just stuff we don't care you know about. Look at these fucking people. So we're not motivated as much as we once were. <laughs> well, you know, pay for more um, timely episodes. We could turn the Patreon back on. <laughs> it's just so interesting how boring they are right now. And I don't mean boring as in like no scandals. I mean legit nothing going on. So now I, I'm wondering, yes, Kanye was like dressing them. But now I'm like, was Kanye like over there? Like, here's what you yeah. need to do. <laughs> I definitely think like. Kim, especially, we're seeing how, like, crazy she's acting right now, <laughs> like, trying to find her groove. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think she's always, like, not had a particularly strong sense of self. It's always been, like, dictated by something else. But I think she was kind of, like, intimidated by Kanye. Mm-hmm. And, you know, as much as we were saying last week, we didn't really like the whole, like, oh, he was controlling narrative because it was like, bitch, you wanted him to tell you what to do. Yeah. But I do get a sense that she kind of just, like, did whatever she thought he would think was cool or just let him tell her what to do for, like, mm-hmm. all that time. And now I think she has people like Tracy and Lala and stuff, like, being like, yeah, girl, be crazy. <laughs> like, almost, like, per- like playing, like, a role she thinks she's supposed to be playing, like fun divorcee <laughs> it's just it's not really coming off as convincing I it doesn't mean I think that it was cool that like her and Kanye's vibe toward the end didn't seem like a good dynamic yeah but yeah it's like it's a very ending until she figures it out it's a very strange time in Car Jenner world like there's a product every three days yeah. Which is overwhelming. <laughs> um, we've had a candle. We've got the skincare. We've got Kylie and Stas collaboration. It's yeah, like Stas we don't know existed anymore. And like, yeah. even like Kylie's been like radio silence. And then she goes to the store with Stormy to see her Ulta stuff. It's like, is Chris like not happy with the Hulu numbers or something? And I read that. One of our disciples posted that the Hulu show came out, like, early. Like, yeah. it's already up. Like, so I wonder if they're trying to, like, pad the numbers a little bit. Well, and then Chloe, like, went to the – I don't know what this is. Some guy had a step and repeat. I couldn't it's tell red you. carpet for a hairdresser. I'm like, what does that mean? What does that mean? Because she's Wait, like, new beginnings can be scary. Was it a speaking engagement? Was it I haven't a seen show? a product. I have seen nobody else that was at this alleged event. Um, at one picture even looked photoshopped um but she, she did wearing like <coughs> the exact same dress kim's worn before yeah and it was Chloe like that a lot and it's just strange it I was mean, like new beginnings can be scary but it's just like i don't understand what the new beginnings is and my microphone's not even plugged in so that's cool <laughs> <laughs> i'm sure people can hear you yeah okay um but yeah i was like what What's the new beginning? Like, what's what is this? So it's a very weird time. Chris is investing in salad companies. Corey's <laughs> on a private jet by himself. Scott uh, <laughs> broke up with his model girlfriend that was like at the premiere that no one even knew about or cared about, anyways. Like, we still haven't seen that baby. Rawls. We don't know the baby's yeah. name. Kendall is clearly about to make a pivot into the spiritual wellness industry. Yeah. 
buckle your fucking seatbelts for that. Oh my god, it's 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 a very confusing time. But anyway, we'll talk about that. We'll dive into more of that. Yeah, but that's just a brief tomorrow. But yeah, just catching everyone up and do all these emails you guys sent us. Yeah. So the first one is like a fire um, emoji as the subject, (laughs) Um, and it says, "Thank you so much." Thank you both for existing and saving me from actually watching the television show. Oh, God, I wish that was me. While also enabling me to be informed of the never-ending horror that we are being force-fed from this woman, her family, and its associates. Wow, that was a perfect segue into this email. I have not read this yet. This outfit let me deeply disturbed. The outfit she attached is the one where Kim was dressed like a fucking incredible, like BDSM person or something she had that flame bodysuit on with a red like a pleather red skirt might have been leather red tights and then the dulce and cabana fur glasses yeah party b could pull off but kim is just not pulling this stuff off and it was so random it was out of nowhere gloves and and it was hot as hell walking somewhere you know it was like it's just uh, cardi b's made sense because she was like in paris yeah. Doing and fashion I, stuff. I always joke about Kim's hands, like sending me to therapy, but it's like, she's so stiff. She holds them like a Barbie doll. Like she walks so weird. Like, it's like, she just isn't pulling these looks off. Like, I don't even care that she looks like a Guy Fieri character. At least that's more interesting than what she's been wearing. Like, it's I'm very forced. Like, if Rihanna was wearing that, I would probably be cool or Cardi B. But it's, like, there's just – especially when we're seeing Kim talk on the show, like, I'm trying to find myself. It's, like, okay. It's very well, forced. Give um, less than a fuck. God. The reader says, I've never seen Kim wear anything like this. Is she trying to be edgy, rejecting Kanye's style <laughs> influence and doing her own thing? I don't know how I feel about it, but you two are always good at articulating my feelings on this woman and her actions. Please help. Congrats to engagement, Kathleen. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, it's still Kim trying to find herself. I think much what we're talking about, Kim, is, at least with this outfit, was trying to go for like a shock and awe. And it backfired. People were more like, what the fuck? More than like shocking. And it was out of nowhere. It wasn't anything special. And she had just been like inundating us with all these other looks that were the same exact like stretchy Balenciaga things. So it was just kind of like it, the continuity like wasn't there. Yeah. So the next one's called Baby Daddy Hormones. So. Hey, gals. Congrats on the engagement, Kathleen. Just to show you how long it was this date back to. <laughs> I can't wait for the stories of Natal's enduring the outdoors. I want to quickly offer my observation on my own pregnancy hormones and how they may relate to the Kardashian-Jenner's obsession with keeping baby daddy number one sperm for future children. I'm in my third trimester of pregnancy, and I couldn't help but be surprised at my own reaction to my husband of many years. No shade to him because we have an amazing relationship But I was taken aback one day. I was totally blindsided by love and admiration for him. I love that she's like, what? I love you. It was the most bizarre thing. I can barely explain it except for some ancient hormonal reaction. And okay, the fact that we've created a human from scratch and the fact that I love and trust him. I'm not saying this justifies Chloe's forgiveness for trash tan, but I think there's something in in us preggers that makes us super attracted to our baby daddies. P.S. Quick question. During 
year podcast hiatus, we had the Donda release with Kim in the wedding dress. Do you think they had a brief reconciliation, aka boning, or do you think they're both using one another for exposure or shock value? Kanye seemed to believe they were getting back together. And I remember Chloe reposting the video from the show with a heart emoji. Um, going backwards, I think it was more so Kim trying to, how do I say this? Keep the peace, maybe? Yeah. yeah. I think thought it was Kim doing, like, leaning into the delusional, like, oh, like, he's part of our family forever. And, like, he's such a great artist. Like, he asked me to do this. Like, da, da, da. So she just did it blindly. I personally think they weren't boning for a really long time. <laughs> there was uh, right. <laughs> a lack of physicality between them. As for Kanye, I think Kanye loves to paint that picture that after the fact that somehow he was trying to get her back and then she like conned him. Like this man was like sleeping in a stadium. Like he was flying by the seat of his pants at this point. Like nothing was strategic. Everything was just sort of like impulsive. Let's do this. Like he probably was like, this would be such a sick visual visual. Like, I don't know what he was thinking. Like at this point, Kim was like a caricature to him. And like the storyline of like the man scorned and realizing he ruined his own life was like as narrative. He was like playing in his head. I was I don't think Kim should have done anything with this. I think she should have set some boundaries at just for the sake of like clarity. But I don't think Kanye is some victim that was like, oh, I'm going to have you wear this wedding dress and then you'll remember how much you love me. No, no. <laughs> I think he You're goes for the shock, the shock value as well. Yeah. Like the people will tune in if you're in a wedding, but also Kim's motive is I got to fucking do SNL in October. Cause this was in yeah. August. So, so they both probably were using each other. Both stunt queens. They were both <laughs> in complete denial of what the other one was thinking. They both treated each other like a one note, like character, the way that it benefited them and not like as an entire person that could cause problems for both of them. Like, yeah. And also he brought Marilyn Manson and like floated in the air. Like everything was chaotic about that. So if he really wanted Kim back, that wasn't really the right strategy. But I don't think he did. I think he was just being dramatic. And as for the, you know, baby daddy, blah, blah, blah. I've never been pregnant. So I'm just going to let her, the reader, speak to that and say yes. Chemistry involved. Like I know my friend from college uh, studied she's a doctor now and she studied like OBGYN. I think she went with pediatrics, but nonetheless, she told me that like literally like the chemical reaction when you give birth and like Mm -hmm. the amount of like chemicals and hormones that like course through your veins Mm -hmm. so that you don't remember labor Mm -hmm. and so that you immediately attach to your child Mm -hmm. is, is like evolution. Yeah. so that you'll keep having babies and populating the earth and that you don't just like see this baby and be like, what is that? And like, <laughs> you know? Yeah. 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 <laughs> so it's obviously sometimes like things go haywire and, you know, women deal with like postpartum and whatnot, but there are, it is like science, science. It's not like, Oh, romance. I get people who have children being like, it's so beautiful. I'm sure it is, but it's also scientific. <laughs> So, you're right. I'm glad that you found your baby daddy 
hot again. Yeah, that's why I was like, that might be true. I've never been pregnant, so I can't even participate in that conversation. It sounds better than my uh, bae just told me this horror story of, it's like a friend of his friend who was telling this story. The lady was like eight months pregnant and her husband was like, actually, like, I don't want a kid. What? He's like, I won't be able to climb anymore and like go camping and stuff. And just like, and totally spazzed out. And, like, he makes a ton of money. It wasn't, like, a money issue. And, like, like uh, I think maybe you should have been having these conversations earlier. Way or earlier. get the fuck over it. At least <laughs> when I can still abort mission. If you yeah. Know what or I mean. wait till the baby comes out so this poor woman doesn't go through, like, premature labor. Or, or go to therapy. How about that? Tell a therapist you're feeling these thoughts. But, um, hopefully you guys didn't hear that. My dad just FaceTimed me, so I don't know if you heard that or not. Oh, darn it, Greg. You should guess the guess well, what? Not only I just saw you like an hour ago. Like, <laughs> um, anyway, the next one's called Courtney's Egg. So a lot of them have to do if you're wondering why some of the emails have to do with like IVF and X, because we're trying to figure we're trying to piece together the keeping up the Kardashian storyline of Courtney supposedly freezing her eggs to the Kardashians on Hulu storyline, where now she's going through IVF. So and neither we're both childless. Yeah. Childless on purpose. And I'm like, it's uh, just it's just weird to me on the show that Courtney never says, I have I previously froze my eggs, but yeah. Dot, dot, dot. It's like being one we talked about it a little bit last week where it's like it just seems like they're obsessed now with this like linear like one note story of being like her and Travis are so obsessed with each other they need to create the child together. Mm-hmm. That yeah. somehow it wouldn't be their child if it was like eggs she froze before she started boning him, like which I think is very problematic. Uh, mm-hmm. It's just weird, but also it's like a frustrating storyline because it's like that doesn't make sense, and it's the perfect opportunity to actually explain how some of this stuff works. Because like even me, like my family has had multiple unplanned pregnancies Mm -hmm. so I I only know a few people who've like gone through this experience and only know like a little bit because obviously it's hard to talk about so we're here to learn yeah and I well the only thing about I don't let Courtney off the hook because she's on a tv show so that's the only reason I'm like what are you talking about we were on the last series that's the only reason it's like about this like woman who has you do like a cleanse and then tell us that a quote-unquote doctor told you to do (laughs) Firm. If you want to do all that, why can't you just be honest and say yeah. I froze eggs? But now that Travis and I are together, when I originally froze those eggs, I meant to have them if I want to do it by myself. But now that yeah. Travis is a part of it, I want to look into all the options for us to carry together. You know, something like yeah. that. Be normal. But instead, it's like, can I suck his blood? <laughs> Like go to Disneyland and like immaculate conception, and then we'll have sex in the enchanted towers. Like <laughs> it's frustrating. It's like what are we it's talking about? Be normal, and then we do all that, and then like episode five. So we're not doing IVF anymore. Like, yeah, what just exactly. Happened? And that goes back to, and I said this last week, so it's probably like redundant, but it's like, what message does that send? Mm-hmm. That somehow like creating a child the natural way and cleansing with your like homeopathic doctor is somehow a more legitimate child than someone who chooses to do a surrogate or in vitro I mean they're all valid like they could have presented in a way like that where it's like well we've tried 
we're willing to try everything. So we're going to try this now. Yeah. It's just every, I think, and that's our issue with the Kardashian. Every time you tune into an episode of Kardashian, it's like a new fucking show. Like, yeah, it's it's like what happened? Making it a narrative. If it's not like a pretty little narrative tied in a little bow, they just abandon ship and move on. And just move on. You're like, what? That's what sends the message to people that it somehow, that's the right way to have kids. Just moves on. You get no closure on any storyline in the show. Um, So this one's called Courtney's Eggs. I don't know why I said like It's also not like, (laughs) it's not necessarily an easy process. And as far as I know, I don't think it's cheap to freeze your eggs. Period. I mean, obviously we're talking about rich people, but to Kathleen's point, the average person watching this, the masses do not have this luxury. Yeah. Hi, ladies. So glad you are back. I think we all needed a break from that family, but I was very excited when I saw you pop back up in my feed. Anyway, on to more important things. Courtney's eggs. I'm not a fertility doctor, but I'm currently undergoing IVF and the same age and then the same age as Courtney. So understand. So I understand the geriatric pregnancy issues. And yes, when I first heard that if you're over 40 and pregnant, you're called geriatric or sometimes elderly, I was mortified. I already knew that <coughs> after 34, 35, they call it advanced maternal age, but upgrading you freaking upgrading into freaking geriatric is just rude. wow. Men Golden just, girl. Oh, Alec Baldwin just fathered his like 18th child at ninety <laughs> or whatever he is. Nick Cannon. How about that? (laughs) So Courtney and Travis have both had to have successfully made healthy children with other partners. There's a billion things that can cause people unable to conceive. But the problem here is mostly the age of Courtney's eggs. As you age, the quality of your eggs go down. And once you're in your 40s, it drops dramatically. Like most of what I've read says that you have a 5% chance of a live birth if you're 42. Carrying a pregnancy is no problem in your 40s if you're healthy. So since Courtney has kids and is in incredible shape, she just needs a healthy embryo. IVF allows science to find the most optimal embryo prior to implantation. You will know going in that it has made it through the first hurdles, which is frequently when miscarriage occurs, and you also have the opportunity to do genetic testing on it. So the chance of it being viable and resulting in a healthy baby are increased. And the age you were when you froze the egg, here we go, matters more than the age you are when it's fertilized and implanted. Like if you froze your eggs in your 20s, there would be more and better quality than in your 40s. Basically, in my case, and probably similar to courts, we still ovulate every month. If you do an ultrasound and blood work, which you get constantly during fertile fertility treatments, a follicle, what the egg is inside of, is going to show up on the screen, but it may not be the best quality. IVF causes you to produce multiple eggs in one cycle, so your chance of getting a good one are increased. The doctor monitors them, and when they get to a certain size, usually 18 to 21 millimeters ideally, they do the egg retrieval. This all needs to be timed carefully. So yes, if something came up with your doctor or with Travis and Court's schedule, that could ruin the chance of retrieval. You think they'd clear their schedules though. So I'm guessing more likely the thing is, uh, the more likely thing is that it's due to age. She did not produce many follicles. I have not watched the Hulu show at all. <laughs> I've not watched the E show in many seasons either. So I may be missing info that was discussed. In my case, during my first round, they were seeing 12 follicles during ultrasound. They only could retrieve six. Then they looked at them under a microscope. Two of them could 
tell they were no good. The other four, they inserted some sperm into. After a week, the fertilized eggs reach what's called blastocyst. If they have made it this far, it's a good sign. In my case, four eggs that fertilized, two made to the next step. Next step, after the genetic and chromosome testing of my two embryos, only one was good. The other had chromosome, sorry, chromosomal deficiencies. The next round of IVF, I did only produce one follicle. And so I did not feel the odds were good enough to do a retrieval. So why did Courtney not use her frozen eggs? My guess is, like you said, she's weird and wanted them to be freshly harvested during her time with Travis. Two, she never actually did freeze eggs because they lie to us all the time. Three, she froze embryos made with Scott and not eggs. And no one wants to admit this. Ooh, I like that one. That gave me goosebumps. Ooh, that gave me goosebumps. They're weird obsession with matching children. That's the one. That is the one. Uh, Her final guess is she and Travis already tried those eggs and none of them fertilized, made it into blastocysts, and now she has to start over. Hope this is helpful, and maybe a medical professional will write and explain it better. Actually, I think that's perfect. Yeah, that's super helpful. And (laughs) I can't believe we never thought of the possibility that she had embryos with Scott, because I would not make that pregnant with Rain. She was basically like, I don't like you. Put a baby in (laughs) Remember so, she told him when she was like folding clothes in the closet and yeah, pregnant. Like, I can't fucking stand you, but I'm like, <laughs> but I want a baby. So this is yeah. where I am. Um, I like that. Th- I wouldn't have thought of that because I just don't know how any stuff works, which is sad because I'm a fucking woman and I should know something. <laughs> but I, was, I, I never mean, thought of that. I believe in uh, normalizing a broad understanding of womanhood. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And not all women have vaginas and not all people with vaginas are women and gender's a construct all that jazz i think happy pride (laughs) i mean when i lived in the city like it was such a weird like it was the opposite instead of like biological clock like blah blah pressure like you should be having kids it was like if you're a woman working in tech it was like you shouldn't even be talking about like getting in a serious relationship or having kids until you're in your mid thirties. But then, you know, to our last writer's point, like, is it fair that they call it geriatric pregnancy? No, come up with a better word, but it's true. Our bodies are primed to give birth from like our twenties through like, it like skyrockets the risk, like statistically after like like high risk of pregnancy might be yeah. a better reason. Even like the yeah. city, like working in the city is like, Oh, you're that's career suicide. And it's like, okay. Right. 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 <laughs> uh, and then you're like dating people and like no one wants to settle down until they're 30. But then meanwhile, guys are like, don't even think about getting settled until they're like 40 and can like shoot off sperm like into their 80s so it's like that's not fair defund nick cannon while we're on the topic (laughs) that's someone congress should force to have a vasectomy because jesus i'm actually more like now i don't necessarily think i want kids Mm -hmm. when i was younger when i was younger i was like i don't fucking know yeah 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 i can get a text back yeah so, uh, and I can like barely like keep myself alive so, exactly exactly but that doesn't mean I would rule it out I just don't know yeah so I think it's important to like have normalize options. that every woman can be at like a different I don't think it's weird that I have friends of three or four kids like good yeah. they're happy like yeah you know, yeah 
to each diversity is fine. It's some people have kids and people don't. It's all good. Um, this one's called egg retrieval theory and IVF. Ooh, I can't wait to dive into her theory. Mm-hmm. Hi ladies. Thanks for doing the pod. Love listening each week. I was just listening to the new episode and I had some thoughts about Courtney and Trav's egg retrieval drama. My theory about why they're redoing the retrieval and not using the frozen eggs is that she fertilized those eggs with Scott sperm. God, you people are so fucking smart. <laughs> We were talking about before we started recording, we were like, it blows my mind that people even care to listen to our podcast, much less write in. <laughs> right. <laughs> See, you guys keep us on our goddamn toes. I can't believe we didn't think of that earlier. I guess I just didn't think it was a possibility because, again, I don't know how the chat works. I didn't know you could freeze sperm. I mean, I guess we didn't know that they cared so much about keeping the same sperm. Yeah, yeah. When their person's not black, but apparently applies to white people, too. Which makes sense if I think about it, because when Kim was telling uh, Larsa that she wanted Kanye's sperm, I just really didn't think about what she'd do. I don't know. I just didn't think. But that no, makes, it makes sense. So, it makes so much more sense it now. Makes more sense, yeah. And oh, which kind edge of is bad because they're all so close with Kylie and Kendall. It's like, mm-hmm. again, they send these messages that somehow, like, that's less than. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And also, those are my sisters. Oh, but. Caitlin's other kids, fuck them. Like, we don't talk. <laughs> it's like, what? Education. And this is probably why, once again, adding to the quote unquote awkwardness and like the anger of Scott. Because remember, I kept saying, if they've been broken up seven years, what's the fucking issue? There's the issue. Yeah. Boom. You guys are intelligent. And, and yeah, salutes. You guys. Education. She goes on to say, I could be wrong, but I feel like she had said in the past that she would totally have another one of Scott's babies. So maybe when they took those eggs out in 20, 2018, she fertilized them with dis, the disic DNA and they're ready to go. But now that she's in a high profile relationship with Travis and is, and is obsessed with procreating with him, she needs new eggs. Pre- uh, prefacing this next part with, Excuse me. I'm not an MD and haven't done IVF myself, but I know a bit about it from my own pregnancy journey and friends who have gone through it. Take with a grain of salt. In terms of why she's doing IVF and not using a surrogate, but plans to carry the baby herself, I think there are several different issues when it comes to infertility. In their case, Courtney's age is a factor and therefore the quality of eggs is likely in question, which is also why I think those eggs are fertilized with Scott's sperm because with every year that passes her eggs age. So there's no benefit to getting new eggs because they're actually older. If that makes sense, she probably could get pregnant, but they risk the pregnancy not progressing because of poor egg quality and ending in a miscarriage by doing IVF. They can retrieve several eggs at once and eliminate the non-viable eggs and ensure they're fertilizing and viable egg. They're fertilizing a viable egg, excuse me. Then they go, they can go back in and implant it. Courtney has said she loves being pregnant. Unlike Kim, she does not seem to have had a high-risk pregnancy in the past. So it's totally possible that she could carry the baby with no problem. And if she can't, oh, sorry, I can't read today. If she can't, she can always move to surrogacy after giving it a try. Anyway, those are my thoughts. Obviously, if I was correct about the 2018 eggs being fertilized, they wouldn't talk about this one on the show, but I do wish they would talk more about the IVF process and bring awareness to the process instead of just talking about sucking Travis's dick. Thanks (laughs) for reading all of that. Yeah, I mean. On the money. It's rare that I get like, surprised or bamboozled with this family anymore but like 
now like hearing it from two death cycles I'm like god that it all makes so much more sense like of course like they're so weird about this shit and yeah the obsession with it like being like something that her and Travis make together and just their relationship in general seems very like physical based which is fine yeah that's your vibe so I think there's yeah that makes all the sense in the world because I'm just like Scott being a little bit extra mad yeah yeah extra mad and them saying oh it's so awkward also it makes sense on why they're really trying to push them together couple you know before the keeping up ended that all and yeah it just makes sense on why he's acting like a fucking but crazy then when person. they found a narrative they like better just because didn't like um if i remember sophia vergara got into something like this with her ex-husband or her ex-fiance before she married that hot guy yeah he like Blue. tried to sue her or something yeah this is a really weird like there's like certain places that have certain laws about like paternal rights of mm-hmm. like sperm yeah of eggs and embryos and, and all like that shit. always opens this big can of worm with sperm donors and all this stuff yeah. yeah so I think yeah there was some like he tried to take some like legal action that like her embryos were like partially his so she couldn't do anything without can like his consent or something which yeah that's like a whole like full of philosophical (laughs) philosophical moral uh ethical I cannot begin to answer but I mostly think he was just a bitter asshole (laughs) uh that should have left her alone but that's just that particular situation seemed like he was just someone who was kind of like trying to make her feel bad that she was moving on with an extremely hot man yeah, um, I think he got, he was definitely wounded because they, obviously they were planning a family and he's like, she's like, oh, I met this really hot guy. So that's not well, happening anymore. <laughs> and like, yeah, it, it, yeah. So it came off as a bitter, grumpy man. Uh, and side note, I was going to say Ryan from So Bad It's Good with Ryan Bailey. He took acting classes way back in the day with Joe Magnoloniana or however mm-hmm. you say his last name. Sophia's new husband and he mm-hmm. said very nice and he's seen him several times over the years and he's still very nice That's good he seems like a nice guy I mean Sophia probably didn't end things the right way but I mean it is what it is at the end of the day I mean I think those are the types of things where like if you actually care about a person breaking up you should have you should also care about them as you break up it's like you shouldn't stop caring about a person because you're breaking up you just aren't caring about them in that way so it's like you can still have respect for a person and like if it would make her life easier to like use those just like sign some documents or something yeah and <laughs> actually and like consider yourself I mean you dodged a bullet it's rather it's better it happened now before you had kids Sherry Shepard she and her husband now ex-husband they went through the whole process of having a surrogacy and the surrogate was pregnant and then Sherry tried to divorce him and not take responsibility for the child and she still hasn't claimed the child but she he sued her for child support and she has to pay him child support because he's kind of like bitch we're having a kid same with Brittany Griner you know free Brittany Griner but she kind of her and her wife are like messy she's also gotten to like the same situation as her ex-wife like they had twins and Brittany's like not mine bye so uh yeah egg egg shit can get sticky 
it goes even like I said, my base friend. It's like you gotta think this shit through. There's yeah. some get pregnant and they had no plans to and have to like deal with it. But if you're going through the process of planning to do it, like yeah, figure it out. Make sure everyone's solid. Go to therapy. Do whatever you need to do to like make it work, or like don't do it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I don't know the answers, but it's I don't either. But shit, no thanks. But whatever um, you're doing is not the the right. The next one's called um, Marilyn, which side note, Kim wished Marilyn Monroe happy birthday the other day. And I was like, oh, Oh, God. (laughs) Marilyn's haunting her as we speak. Hey, loves. Glad you're back. Unlike the Kardashians, y'all took a break. Anywho, congrats, Catherine. I'm guessing that's you, Kathleen. You know, Uh, it's autocorrect. That's fine. I get called Catherine all the time. Uh, (laughs) Natals, keep doing your thing. I see you. So Chloe loves Marilyn and went off on Chris for having a portrait of Marilyn she had. And Kim, and I quote, said, Marilyn is Chloe's thing. That's why I don't get anything, Marilyn, because that's Chloe's thing. What happened? Kravis is a lot of PDA, but court deserves. I wonder if they paid off Shayna. Chris let Kim take over the new show, and it shows. Kanye taking the kids to school in a fire truck? Fire. Scott, sir, grow the fuck up and move on. Please, for the children's sake. Oh, and all the sisters at the Met? And most importantly, where is Rob? Love the podcast. Keep up the good work, ladies. Bye. P.S. Tristan is trash. Poor True. I love all this, like, ideas just thrown into one. Yes. And know know that there are all of these come with the appropriate emojis and gifts. So as we were reading those, know that they provided us the appropriate Um, reactions. Great stuff. (laughs) Agree with all the points across the board. (laughs) Ten, ten, ten. Um, the next one's called Kravis Lover. Actually, you know what? She there's sent one. Oh yeah, there's two. Yeah, okay. She sent two. So hold on. Kravis. I don't know which one's which. Actually. Oh, let's do Kravis Lover again. Let's just whatever, whatever. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Hey, girls. Love this week's pod. As always, just want to say I get why you're pretty jaded by this family's dramatic affairs and do really hope I can prove you wrong about the genuine love story of the ages being Kravis. I just want to make you cringe now with my Kravis love. (laughs) They did get married. I don't know why I yelled that, but they did get married. I'm curious about how the PDA will become dated and inevitably and how long that'll take. I did take note of wedding the wedding video with Travis in Italy where he licks her face with gross and her almost pulling away, uh, though it might just be me. The worst part that might really turn me off, Kravis is is when Chris said he literally moved near Courtney delivery to be near her. That's not romantic. It's creepy. Like you said, (laughs) right. And it's a lie. Yeah. Like you said, though, Chris makes some, makes up some major doozies. Like, do we really believe Travis went to Rob senior's grave to ask permission to propose? Cause that's cringy too. I mean, cause he did it for Shayna. Damn it. Are Nat and Kathleen making me jaded and cynical too? Still love you. Please never in the pod again. And then she forgot something. So she went on to say, sorry, to men- I forgot to mention in the last email when Kathleen apologized for being ageist about feeling a bit cynical about my hope in love by seeing Kravis. I'm single and 40. I think that's the only reason I- it gives me hope when, quote, unquote, older people find this kind of love, g- genuine or not, love you. Kravis lover, Lizzie from Australia. 
you know what? If you're finding joy out of it, good for you. Like I'm cynical about a lot of things. I don't need other people to be cynical about the same things. Like Natalie and I bitch here, but like whatever form of escapism is working for people right now, we can't argue with it. Yeah. And my cynicism comes from being hurt by this family. I have just been, I've been through it. They have taken everything I loved. So I am no longer going to be attached to anything. I mean, (laughs) I went through the list last time, but like everything I'm super into, they're like, yeah, that's over girl. And it's, it's rough. It's a rough recovery time for me. So I'd rather just observe now and just be like, yeah, whatever, have fun. Let us know when it's over. (laughs) (laughs) Devil's advocates. Next one. Okay. I know we're all upset when Courtney's kids were invited to the engagement, but since the episode, we've seen how our kids don't like PDA. Also, Penelope's reaction wasn't the best. I know Travis's kids were there, but they are practically grown and aren't going to need to be watched after. Do you think they were trying to avoid a possible negative reaction with the kids? Or maybe they knew they would be misbehaved. Misbehaved, yes. Courtney's kids are bad as fuck. But also when uh, Kim kind of hinted that Mason wasn't down for it when she said last episode, uh, oh, Mason's just done such a turnaround. Like he wanted me to drop him off at Travis's studio. So not like I believe her, but at least there's like an inkling that maybe Mason was the issue. I also just think- If I had to guess. Another one of those like delusional Chris things where it's like Mm -hmm. she like- wrapped up in like Courtney's obsessed with Travis and his kids so now I'm obsessed with Travis and his kids and I don't like mess so I'm not going to talk to Scott or her kids and because they might not be happy so let's just pretend it doesn't exist like that's their like mo just pretend until the last minute and I actually think like they really it really was like an avoidance thing like I don't think it was like necessarily calculated that they were going to not tell the kids for like some drama for the episode. I think they genuinely like tried to just pretend it wasn't a thing. And then Courtney was like, where are my kids? (laughs) And they're like, oopsies. (laughs) Like I think too, my, my theory just is Chris trying to coddle or baby Scott and therefore, the kids got in the way of that because it's just like, yeah, well, I just want to invite the kids either. Everything involved is like not doing their jobs. Like at yeah. the end of the day, like even if they were worried about the kids misbehaving or behaving badly or something, do something else earlier in the day so that they felt included. Or I don't know, fucking tell them. <laughs> um, sorry, this is nothing to what we're talking about. The last email said something about Courtney, like kind of pulling away from Travis licking her. I, it made me think about how like Megan Fox is clearly fucking annoyed with MGK <laughs> already. Caricature, you know, <laughs> playing this role of gothic teens that realize they have sex organs and go to Disneyland. It's like, okay, that's boring. It's one note. Like it's very twilight. Like, please, yeah. <laughs> please. Um, the next one's called hashtag sponsored. Long time listener, first time writer. I was wondering if you guys could explain the whole wedding sponsorship with Dulce and Cabana for the Kravis wedding, because I am but a common plebe and truly just don't get it. I understand why they would want someone else to foot the bill for their Dracula ass three day wedding. But does what does Dulce and Cabana get out of it? Also, doesn't Dulce and Cabana have beef with Kim or something? Dumois put up a story today on uh, May 23rd saying that they were having another wedding in LA. Any ideas if that wedding is also sponsored? Honestly, how exhaust, uh, exhausting. Thanks. Love ya. 
P.S. If MGK, MGK showed up to my wedding in that shiny ass silver leopard suit and pink hair, that was not only ugly, but against the theme. I've thrown his skinny ass off the boat. <laughs> um, we kind of went into this last episode, but just in case you didn't hear it. Dolce and Gabbana has everything to gain because they have such a poor image because they've been seen out to be like these racist, elitist brand. Then they get not sued, but then they have like fraud or something going on. They oh, have yeah. some criminal they have, like, charges. A laundry list of things. And so I think like gravitating towards this couple, I think was something who, who knows like exactly what like put the pieces together. But like I said last week, like Courtney and Travis, when they first sort of became public, went to the big show that Dolce and Gabbana had that was kind of like their comeback show, so to speak. But obviously they're not saying that because the reason they've been kind of like laying low is because everybody hates them uh, because they're bigots and they're mean. Uh, So like, I feel like at some point they recognized this could be an audience that is a little outside of the fashion world so won't be as judged as much for their prior transgressions, but fashiony enough that like, you know, it's just like the family going to the Met Gala. It's like, yeah, they're involved enough in all of fashion now has kind of like gravitated towards TikTok stars and whoever can just like keep them relevant. Yeah. So I think they saw the opportunity there. Also, I mean, that was one of Kim's biggest, like, uh, criticisms when she married Chris Humphreys was people were criticizing her for how much money she got for doing that mm-hmm. wedding but like that's not first of all that wasn't new then it definitely is not new now now celebrities everything is paid for that's and then they post all the pictures of their events afterwards and tag all the vendors like that's like normal so I think Dolce and Gabbana doing it wasn't necessarily that far out of the realm of like plausibility I, and yeah, they they said that the Kardashians were trashy, but they don't give a fuck now because they need to up their brand. So yeah. I don't my, contract or anything, but basically their name was an agreement. All this press and every single person's wearing Dolce and Gabbana. They had a pop up shop outside. Like even if there wasn't like a monetary exchange, they are trying to repair their brand. And the Kardashians have something gained too, because again, with the exit of Kanye and the family and them having to dress themselves, they're still trying to hold on to this fashion credibility that they don't oh. have. But they're trying to like, look, Dulce, we're all Dulce and Gabbana out, you know, like look at us. And but like the fashion world, like, yeah. They might remember some of the ways Dolce and Gabbana has sucked over the years better than like your average reality TV show watcher. Yeah. But also the fashion world. No saints. They all don't give a fuck when someone's bad. They it's like they get over it in a second. Yeah. <laughs> then now the next collection, like every like the there's plenty of people who have said and done problematic things in the fashion world, and it's just a matter of time before it gets forgotten about. Right. Um, this one's called Yolanda Gigi versus Chris Kendall. Hi, ladies. This is a semi-off topic from the Kardashians, so feel free to skip, but I've recently gotten into the Real Housewives franchise and I'm binging each city. I simply cannot be bothered to watch the new Kardashians. I love that none of you are watching it. 
it's just me and Kathleen suffering. Yeah. Uh, so thank you for <laughs> taking great taking one for the team. I'm currently on season four of Beverly Hills and just watched Yolanda and Gigi uh, go to New York after high school. Oh, excuse me. Just watch Yolanda send Gigi to New York after high school. This is from 2013, which may have been the sweet spot of reality TV because it felt like we were getting the real deal. Gigi seems so down to earth, which was shocking given how out of touch Yolanda seems. But I'm writing in about one specific scene at her going away party. Gigi wanted to eat the cake they brought out to her. And Yolanda was like, Oh, no, you can't eat that. That's not in your, our diet. The cake that Yolanda herself had just delivered to Gigi. Gigi then said she thinks it's bad luck if she doesn't. And Yolanda was like, okay, fine. Here, we can split it a little. She then cuts off what can only be described as half a bite and splits that tiny amount and a half for each to nibble on. It was kind of so sad to see and made me wonder, do you think Chris was ever like this with Kendall? Chris comes off as the mom who is always like, you don't look like you're eating enough, but is that a part of the Kardashian propaganda machine? Also, are Gigi and Kendall still friends? I don't know if they're still friends. I'd imagine yes, but Gigi has a baby now. So um, um off top. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, go I absolutely think Chris period plays that role of like, I'm the host mom. Yeah. Because we've seen them, her and Caitlin, we saw criticize Kim. Oh. And Chloe consistently yeah. earlier in the show when they, that was supposedly funny. Kim now, got the Playboy <laughs> magazine and she told Kim to go run around the block. <laughs> yeah, like, no, absolutely. And that's, again, I think as much as we rag on Kendall, <laughs> I think that's part of why she keeps her distance with the machine of this family. Because I think she doesn't necessarily seek advice from Chris on, like, how to be a model, you know? So, uh, also, I think... Kendall seems to have been genetically very blessed, so she probably eats just fine. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not sure about Kendall, but definitely her other kids. Like, I think on. I think it was on Chloe and Lamar when Ken, uh, Chris literally called Chloe to tell her to stop talking about how many cookies she eats. Because yeah. this is when they were really trying to sell Quick Trim. Why do you think Kim is over here saying she's going to rub poop on her face to stay young for a bit? Like, that's the apples are falling by the tree here. Well, even also, too, you'll notice every scene the Kardashians are in or most most of the scenes they're in when they go out to eat, they're always eating a salad. Yeah. It's not a coincidence, even though when we had lunch, none of those bitches ordered salads. I was pissed about it. Starving. Yeah. Um, Yolanda, Yolanda mm, she is she is nuts. <laughs> and you, you can see no spoiler to this writer. Like as Beverly Hills goes on and she eventually leaves the show. She's just like out. She's delusional, and yeah. then even more recently with the whole thing with Zane. Yeah, seems like she had like there's like mixed stories, and that's not to downplay like violence, and especially not to defend a man. But there's like questionable like interactions between both of them on both sides, and it's like poor Gigi. And then Bella has also like come out and talked about her severe like anxieties and insecurities and Bella's like both Bella and Gigi seem a lot more normal than they should be like Bella got a nose job at like 16 like something crazy like that but like they see when they like interview and stuff they seem like fairly well adjusted all things considered you know yeah and they don't Um, like it as much shit uh for nepotism like uh Kendall does because their mom was actually a model not Chris Jenner. Yeah. 
And their dad's like super so <laughs> rich and well off. Also, too, I wanted to say another thing I noted in the episodes, the eating of the salads. Another thing that I'm kind of tired of, the fucking working out. Every other scene, we are working out. It's another, again, this reader called, I mean, the writer called it propaganda. It's the selling of this like fit, healthy lifestyle. And it's like, well, and uh, it's not healthy. Like, <laughs> it, and like, and inaccessible. No one has home gyms and personal trainers that are watching their show. Like, and I've always felt that like there are people who are addicted to exercising mm-hmm. in the same way as disordered eating but yeah. for some reason our society makes it seem more acceptable normal positive, yeah 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 healthy these people all have disordered relationships with working out like if i punish myself then i can eat a cookie or if i don't work out this much i will hate my body like that's not what you're supposed to be getting out of from working out you know but also too just from like watching a reality show standpoint it's a lot in one episode to see people working out three times, three scenes. They'll be like, I were, we go to the gym for clothes. Oh, now we're going to Pilates at well, Courtney's. Oh, we're eating a salad after Pilates. Oh, you want to go on a hike? Like, they're normal constantly. Like, I wish they would give that up. Just be like, we're not normal. Well, I would prefer that. Does like, anyone drink on this show? Go get some yeah. drinks. Yeah. Somebody think get how, drunk. <laughs> think how Chris was drinking a martini in her jewels in her robe. In the bathtub, like that's just do that. Stop that. I'm tired of the working out. Stop posting that you just heard of a brand new show called Bridgerton. Like, stop trying to be normal. You're not normal. Or just do some fun stuff. Prison reform and things of that nature. If you're going to be that out of touch, just be out of touch. That's fine. Just be a crazy rich person. Do something fun. The pandemic is not holding you back from filming certain things. I love a rich person who's just like. That's why I was saying last week, I kind of liked Gwyneth Paltrow because I feel like that's the direction they should go. Like Gwyneth Paltrow isn't trying to be anything but Gwyneth Paltrow. Like, I don't think she'd be capable of being a normal person. Like she's literally like the child of famous actors. She's never not acted. She's always been wealthy. Like just. I think the difference though is Gwyneth Paltrow is not concerned about her brand 24 seven. Yeah. The Kardashians are always have the brand at the forefront. It's like, like just be out of touch. Like, well, okay, we're going to do Pilates, then eat salads. And then next morning we'll film at the gym. And then the next day we'll film. It's just like, go get drunk. Please go get drunk and just say like crazy stuff in one scene. Please just relax. <laughs> Gwyneth Paltrow, not to compare back to Gwyneth Paltrow again, but her, like her show that she had about goop mm-hmm. where they would like try stuff was actually much more document documentary style mm-hmm. <laughs> but it was it was like very entertaining but also like informative it's like they could do that like you could sell us your shit but in a way that's more like compelling like just it's just fun, like, interesting fun lighthearted. Yeah, that's another like, one keep like doing the same things of then telling us it's different and new and we're like is it can we get out of the gym? Oh my goodness. Please. We're not working out with you. Don't ask us. No. Um, the next one's called Chola and Cholo. Much. 
Jola and Jola much. I can't wait to hear your thoughts on the Dulce Cabana advertising, aka the Kardashian Barker publicity event. This started with Travis's Cholo appropriation with his Virgin Mary tattoo. Remember last week I said, I don't know how Catholics feel about <laughs> that being the theme of a wedding, but. Well, and it, it was like someone was like, at some point, oh, I think Travis is Catholic. And it's like, okay, well then why are they acting like they're like, penis is like one second away from insertion at all times like <laughs> yeah it's not really Catholic. It's like it is it's an aesthetic like you're you're copying aesthetic uh i i do think it's <laughs> travis cholo appropriation the first thing i think of is gwen stefani they are both the queen appropriator and gwen stefani are the poster children <laughs> of inland empire southern california <laughs> cholo white kid appropriation <laughs> What's that so, video? Waking so hard from nine and day, and now we get the payback. And she's like drawing on her eyebrows. Early oh, Lord. 2000s, like, in, you know, inland and pretty Empire. bad. It's pretty bad. Yeah. And I, that's who I want on Z Way. Am I pronouncing that right? Oh, yeah. She should be on there apologizing to marginalized yeah. people. <laughs> God. Before Chet Hanks, I want Gwyneth Paltrow. To us for marrying Blake Shelton. Oh. You might have let you slide under the radar, but like <laughs> you're from Orange County, you're dating this man. Like, I'm on you, that. Oh, uh, that and Harajuku. I mean, she just no no boundaries with that one. No. Um, okay, I know this wedding is in Italy, not Mexico, but that seems like a minor issue. Mexican fashion designers just didn't offer as much money, clearly. Okay, Spanish and Italian aren't the same languages. Maybe they don't really get that. They aren't the brightest diamonds in the jewelry shop. Linguists even estimate 80% similarity between the languages. Let's compare. Di la, la, di la Biblia is like Dira Biblia, right? Yeah, okay, girl. Let's think about the LA wedding car choice. The photos in the car on the streets of LA. And now these new, which uh, the car is like a low rider, if, if keeping on thing with appropriation. <laughs> and now these Dulce and Cabana advertisements, all the Catholic stuff. It seems like Cholo Chola costume party. Los Angeles streets meets Italian fashion. To sum up, the choice of Venuses and Venuses? Venues, bitch, venues. Venues, <laughs> sorry, I'm expecting Spanish, so I'm like on guard. Hola. <laughs> I'm like, Venus, yes, it's venues, girl. Venues and styles seem to start with Travis's version head tattoo and everyone's excitement to appropriate culture, except for that tall white guy from Blink who seemed to not get the memo about acceptable costumes. Seriously, the costuming and setting design were both beautiful and photographed well by the paparazzi, another street element. You could barely see the evangel evangelical minister. I'm so sorry if I fucked up your email. Please tell us what you think, ladies. Grazie, grazie your Quebec Stan Katie. She's not wrong because I just thought is Catholic the theme, but if you go deeper into like Mexican culture and aesthetics or Spanish think, rather. Um, if we want to chalk it up to anything with this family and their little friends Stefano and what's his face Gabbana, racism. <laughs> especially little racism. Americans, especially ones from California, maybe look at Mexican culture as less sophisticated or less rich. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As Italian culture, which is a bunch of bullshit. And when they're dressing like this much more LA street scene, 
influenced by Mexican culture. Uh, and it's not to say there's not plenty of crossovers, obviously, from the Catholic faith that is very active in both Mexican and Italian culture. But I'm, a, I, I'm also Catholic, girl, <laughs> white, boring. <laughs> so I, just, I don't have any of this shit. So I definitely think the same thing. It's like, especially the LA thing. And like I said, uh, Travis is like the, like, time capsule like if you've ever been to like oh what's it called corona like inland empire between la and orange county like that's it's a lot of white kids who like chet hanks who like get tattoos that are mexican and catholic influence like yeah italian now maybe if it was more new york street style infused you get more of the mafia like looking by but that doesn't seem like that's what they were going for yeah so let's be honest i'm gonna chalk it up to racism because why not because it's fun um we'll do two more and then the we have four left but we'll save that for the episode next so let's do cover girl although i wish cover girl material girl cover girl i want it to turn to the left cover girl you better work that was the original for this Gen Z's before Material Girl, bitch. We had Cover Girl. Work. Although I do find myself during the day just yelling out, Material Girl. Material Girl. Material Girl. Uh, anyway, hey, ladies. I'm sure you guys talked about it already in the episode, but the cackle I let out when Kim got the Vogue cover over Miss Cucumber. <laughs> <laughs> The way Kendall gives nothing and got upstaged by her sister. I just have no words. I hate to be mean, but how do you not reflect inward when something like that happens? She definitely handled like a champ, but damn, what are your thoughts? Are you surprised? I feel like Kim definitely has more influence than Kendall. Yeah. I remember I said that last week. I was like, how do you uh, actual quote unquote supermodel, the alleged highest paying supermodel in the world, get beat out by a 5-1, 5-2 reality hey. star? both of them are completely like unremarkable like they both had the cover before neither of them had particularly anything interesting going on in their career kim's made absolutely no sense except for to somehow prove her fashion credibility without kanye everyone forgot that issue because andre tally passed away and it wasn't a forgettable issue like it was no one cares anymore kim like you proved your point like Go away. And Kendall's just there. Yeah, Kendall seems to phone in it. And that's why I said I don't think she's that attached. I don't think Kendall cared. Yeah, she's Kendall. not attached to these things. So Kim she didn't get it. She was like shit. a shark and like yeah. calling Anna Wintour every night. And like <laughs> he was probably like in Anna Wintour's bushes. Like, Sending like a fucking edible arrangements. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't think Kendall gives a shit. And it's probably if she has to fly there because apparently she has anxiety about flying. She really is like, no, girl, I won't be there. But I do, yeah. But when you sit down and examine how the supermodel got beat out by Kim, it's very, very funny and very expected. Um, the last one we're going to do is about the IVF. And I think we'll put this to bed after this. An IVF rundown. Uh, and I apologize if any of this information is repetitive. It's just how the yeah. emails come in. <laughs> also, I was going to say, because I'm assuming this will continue to come up in the series. Mm-hmm, we'll mm-hmm. need to talk about it again or someone... Want to share something we didn't cover? 
it's not like we won't ever talk about the skin. Yeah. But it's also like a very sensitive subject. I think mm-hmm. that's why I'm like annoyed with how they've been handling it so far. And I'm mm-hmm. someone who's like happily doesn't even want kids. I'm hoping I don't accidentally get pregnant. Mm-hmm. But like it's a sensitive subject, whatever end of the spectrum you're on. So yeah, hopefully people feel like we've addressed it in a way that helps, but also doesn't make people feel even more irritated by the family. Just a little and- more information and education. Um, an IVF rundown. Hey, Natalie and Kathleen, since there's still some questions floating around with you and the listeners around what Courtney has been doing with her eggs, I decided to try my hand in sending my own explanation, not as a doctor, but as someone who knows a bit about it through research and experience. Any experts, feel free to correct me if I mess something up. I'll try to keep it as short as I can, but very short, but very short since it's a comp. I think she's saying, but not very short since it's a complicated scientific process. It can't truly be short, LOL. Feel free to edit down if you want. Disclaimer, I have watched neither the new show or the older episodes. (laughs) (laughs) All right, that's good. This is going to give us a better answer because you won't be biased or like, Literally 90% of the letters are like this. I haven't watched it, but let me tell you my opinion (laughs) where Courtney was freezing her eggs. So my knowledge about her actual situation is based on what I've heard on the podcast. So growing a baby has many stages and at all of the stages, something can go wrong that causes there to be no baby in the end. The sperm might not be strong enough to reach an egg or once it reached uh, the fertilized egg might not actually continue to multiply into more cells to become an embryo. Or the genes in the egg trigger a miscarriage, etc. IVF's point is usually to try and do some of these stages supervised in a lab setting to heighten chance, heighten the chance of a baby. A person with the uterus is born with a person with the uterus is born with all the eggs they'll ever have. Ooh, nice, nice language there. And as they get older, a lot of these eggs just die off or deterioration in storage besides the one or two that are released per menstruation cycle. When doing IVF, the person gets hormone injections to stimulate follicle growth, aka forcing some of the storage eggs to prep for release. This is a hormone chaos, which I think is what you guys described Courtney was going through on the old show when she apologized to Eunice for being moody. Uh, She did that to Travis. Yeah, she did that to (laughs) Travis too. Then after a few weeks of that, a very big needle called the trigger shot forces these eggs to be released so they can be taken out by a doctor. The reason they stimulate your body to release many eggs is that uh, in that way is that if you only had one or handful, statistically, the chances of becoming an embryo are small or healthy embryo, 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 am I saying embryo? (laughs) IVF is sorry IVF is also done by people with chromosomal or genetic illness so hopefully some of those embryos haven't inherited those so if the person whose eggs have been taken out does not have a partner or donor to give sperm right then the eggs will be frozen those eggs will then stay good waiting for you to defrost them and mix them with sperm make an embryo and implant that embryo in the person with the uterus or a surrogate carrier since you're born with all the eggs and your their quality steadily decreases over time some women that don't have the partner or life circumstances to have a child at the moment freeze their eggs to be able to use younger eggs later in life this is what i understand is what courtney did a while back so here you might understand my confusion <laughs> or our confusion we should say at the fact that courtney has had eggs removed 
again now that she is with Travis. We haven't heard anything about her previous egg retrieval failing. And since she can afford top quality medical care, I 100% doubt the eggs she stored previously somehow, quote unquote, weren't kept well. And egg quality, especially goes down fast after age 40. So if those younger eggs still are fine and frozen and ready for usage, since there has been no mention on the show of there being a problem with them, it seems odd to go through a heavy physical process of egg retrieval again for no other reason than now I'm doing it with Travis. The only thing might that only, oh yeah, the only thing might be that if he is there to donate the same day as her egg retrieval, then the eggs don't need to be frozen and can be fertilized right away. And the success rate of using them to make frozen embryos then and there, rather than freezing eggs first and thawing them to make embryos later, is slightly higher. However, that slightly higher chance does not weigh up against the higher chance of being issues with her eggs taken out at 42 versus 38 or 39. Literally, they should have just said, yo, thaw those healthy younger eggs. Travis, go donate in this cup and let's go. But considering her doozy behavior of I'm help Travis with, or I'm, uh, what do you think she's trying to say? I help. Helping. I'm helping Travis with his donation, da, 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 da. I'm guessing she's not making these decisions based on intelligent reasons alone or at all. Hope that clears things up. Hope you guys are back or happy you guys are back. Sorry, I've been reading too long today. Happy you guys are back. Congratulations, Kathleen, on Teacher Bang. Congratulations, Natalie, on Short King. I recall in one of my last emails before you guys quit, I mentioned I expect you guys to get hot boyfriends in the next year. Looks like I wasn't too far off. Lots of love. Between this and Natalie's journal entry? Like, <laughs> right. We manifesting. And I, I manifested not Short King, but I manifested natalie getting a literary agent so she did go show goes to show the power of putting things out there for the people in your life that you love it's power in numbers um that was a very lengthy explanation but kind of reiterated what had been said and she had a different she had a theory of what basically do you think her theory was sorry i was reading i think that like courtney is just infatuated with of with the idea of doing it with travis yeah. And even knowing it sounds like the slightly better chances of a freshly retrieved egg instead of a frozen and thawed egg being inseminated with sperm kind of negates the fact that older eggs are going to be less viable than the frozen eggs. I could see Courtney just hearing that option and being like, it's better this way. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. the only right way to have a child is to mix sperm. You know, immediately. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think they just have a weird obsession with like that. But now after hearing those theories about Scott and yeah. natural embryos, that makes me feel a lot more inclined to say that, especially because they haven't talked about the frozen eggs. I haven't even brought oh. it up. Uh, like a so fairy tale that we all made up. <laughs> and I just want to put this out there. I hate that they have maybe they said it at some point in this up in these newer episodes but i have really struggled to pay attention i just hate in a lot of these conversations that at least kim has had a surrogacy so two so you got to learn a little bit about that 
and Chloe's had some issues with her like health and all that but it just feels like there's almost like no mention of like adoption or like what if IVF doesn't work and like what what are like the emotional and mental toll these things take like it just this family is so obsessed with like producing children and like that being such an important thing and like Kendall even being like annoyed her mom's bugging her about having kids like it just I don't know it just irks me that they're moving like Courtney and Travis are like moving hell or high water to get pregnant in a way that they think is like the way the right way the like made with love which is I just think is bullshit personally I think there are people who have kids by themselves when there's not a couple whether that was on accident or on purpose you, you can adopt kids and raise them as your own and it doesn't matter that they have the same DNA you cannot want to have kids but be really close with chosen family like just in general not that I need the Kardashians to be the wokest people on the planet I just think sometimes they wield their platform very irresponsibly yeah I think it's like they think more about the storyline and they're like, we'll just yeah. piece together. Cause even like Courtney's, this felt like her storyline, the way we never really got any real answers and the way that she's like, Oh, it's too soon to talk to Scott. It's too soon for this. We, we don't live together. It's like, well, why are you trying to have a baby? They, like there's nothing else is figured out <laughs> besides you having a baby. Yeah. Um, and it's like, if there is a concern about your age, like just say that and like, say we don't want to use the old eggs because Travis and I want to go through this experience together. And if that's a crazy out of touch rich person's point of view, fine, whatever. Say it. Like it just, I don't know. I think it just sends a message that somehow, you know, women have to deal with enough like societal pressure from every which angle, depending on where they are in their life or what culture they're in, blah, blah, blah. (coughs) The last thing we need is like a fairly famous shoved in our face family acting like you're supposed like the only conventional way to have a family is if you have two parents hetero you you, they bone and the baby comes out and they have the same dna as their siblings like that's yeah that's like i don't like it I just think for me, the bare the barest of minimum is continuity in the story. Yeah, yeah. Just as a viewer, I'd like some continuity. Not gaslit. And I am advocating that every person's path to parenthood is different and they shouldn't be perpetuating any idea that there's a right way to do it. Right. If you have tire mail, send it in to say Bible podcast at gmail.com say b-i-b-l-e podcast at gmail.com and we'll read it so we'll have another new episode after this i don't want to say the date because god knows when you're listening to this but it is kanye's birthday today so there's that on that gemini remember what i said i would never did gemini there's that on everyone whoopsie daisies uh i did discover in my insatiable need for drag content mm-hmm. uh Trixie Mattel and Katya Zorobwa however her um stage name is uh they have a show where they like review shows for Netflix mm-hmm. it's kind of like you know that TLC has one where like 90 day fiance people watch like other 90 day fiancés it's like one of those formats 
so I've been watching that today. And so I feel like it's given me a lot of inspiration for when I watch the current Kardashian episode and get in the zone and be like funny, like Trixie and Katya. Um, and I love that for you. Yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm like, I get and a headache I when I watch. Way, <laughs> if I think it that way, it might feel less painful. Although Netflix is not paying me to do it. I will try to channel my inner Trixie and Katya. It's a great way to reframe it. Great way. Anyway, enjoy your day and we'll talk to you soon. Very, very soon. Bye. Bye.